I'm really excited, you may have noticed, because it's been an absolutely fantastic weekend. What with Adam and Rianne's wedding, I feel like a mother hen, you know, all of the children are doing so tremendously. I mean, Craig, Craig, I remember you when you were that little as well. You were cute, blonde and chatty. Those of you who knew Craig, you were very chatty. <laughs> he's still cute, he's still pretty blonde and he's still quite chatty. But he's actually quite a lot longer than when I first saw him some 10 years ago. And it's wonderful to see how you've come on and how you've come to know the flowers in between us here. They're beautiful. Thank you, Chris. Another bunch of flowers. Yesterday there were loads and there's more. Anyway, so it's wonderful to see how you've grown and how you've come to know Jesus. And you are a genuinely brilliant witness to him. Somebody get him another four points wristband. I did try today. Alison Claxton is holding mine, mine hostage at the moment. You had a four... Oh, well done, Sousa. That's the support that you need. The, the Craig has been wearing at school the four points wristband. And it explains the Christian gospel. And I had somebody talk to me, one of my piano pupils, that's my other job. Um, one of my piano pupils said to me, you've got the same wristband on as Craig. What does it mean? Isn't that fantastic? So I was able to share the gospel with her, which is brilliant. I mean, that's, that's the kind of witness that you want. Somebody just gently just shares something of their faith with others. That is tremendous. And Charlotte, such a dynamic young woman, uniquely gifted, compassionate and inspiring. And we all know all of the brilliant things that she's done over the last few years. It's great, been great to get to know you, really as a minister and also as a friend. We've learned things from you, and you've probably learned stuff from us, like never go in a car with Sally Willett, especially when you're the edge of a South African township, because she has no sense of direction. Charlotte will have etched in her memory that day when I said, don't worry, I'll take you home. <laughs> we went deeper and deeper into the township. We were there, and it was getting darker and darker. Sat-nav doesn't cover Grabau, does it? It really doesn't. And we were just going, Charlotte, just smile and nod and wave. We were like the queen. We were going like this through the township, smiling. And we got out, didn't we? We did get out. You felt safe. Just so very safe and protected. I'm surprised she's here today. And also, Charlotte is my text friend. Yesterday I mentioned that Jenny is my text friend. We have this incomprehensible language to anybody else. Charlotte, I understand your texts. And also your texts are a great encouragement to me. She'll, she'll text me, and, and when I'm doing things like Star Trek assemblies at high school, she'll tell me how to do them. She'll give me pointers and things. So if ever anybody wants to preach or teach, just become a text friend of either Charlotte or, if you need to, Jenny. <laughs> she is also a blessing with her texts, even though I don't understand sometimes the blessing she gives me. Kyle... You are a wonderful, wonderful lad. I just, think, I just love Kyle. He's, he's tremendous. You have an incredible memory, Kyle, as well. Don't you remember stuff? And I wonder if you remember when you were very, very little and it was a very sunny day and it was my turn to be on Kyle watch. Do you remember that door was open? Do you re- you've got that cheeky grin on already thinking about it, haven't you? That door was open and the other door was open. Andrew was preaching. And I was running around, and we spent all of the service running around, didn't we? Because you want to go outside. Hopefully you don't today because you're getting in here. But I just remember that day. Now, you have grown up, haven't you? You've grown up. 
Not quite as long as Craig, but you're getting there. And you just, I mean, you're no longer circuit training, perhaps, in church, but you've grown up to be a young man that your family would be proud of. You've matured, and as you've already shared, you've come to know Jesus. You've still got that twinkle in your eye, Carl, Kyle, but you are a sensitive, lovely, and a kind young man. And I love it that the other day you came up to me and you said, Sally... How's Andrew? Kyle for pastoral care team. That's what I say. (laughs) So three young people with such potential who have that ability to really go on to mature mature and to grow deeper in their relationship with God, to develop to be the men and young women of God that he calls them to be. So you want wise words from me? (laughs) Oh dear. I'll perhaps have to do a bit of texting while I get Mr. T to actually read to us some wise words from St. Paul, who will perhaps say something for me. St. Paul had a young man that he was mentoring and developing and, and growing to be a preacher. And this is some of the advice that he gave to him in the letters. They didn't have texts in those days. Right, this is um, 1 Timothy chapter 4 verses 6 to 16 and I hope it's coming from the message because that's certainly not King James Bible (laughs) you've been raised on the message of the faith and have followed sound teaching now pass on this counsel to the followers of Jesus there and you'll be a good servant of Jesus stay clear of silly stories that get dressed up as religion Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. (laughs) Workouts in a gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. This is why we've thrown ourselves into this venture so totally. We're banking on the living God, saviour of all men and women, especially believers. Now, especially for the three in front of me, I think. Get the word out. Teach all these things. Don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life, by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post, reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching. And that special gift of ministry that you were given when the leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed, keep that dusted off and in use. Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. have to have a three-point sermon. The first one is don't get spiritually flabby. Craig, I know you're very sporty. It's badminton, isn't it? And skiing and, yeah? Rock climbing. Yeah, rock climbing. Keep holding on. All sorts of of activities, outward bound activities to keep you physically fit. And Charlotte, well, I mean, Charlotte, that's your job, isn't it? Netball and swimming and getting certificates and all sorts of different things. All sorts of exercise. And Kyle, 
you change from the circuit training, it's football now, isn't it? Sport, yes, is it? Yeah, it is. You're ex- he's an excellent footballer. All sorts of physical activities which are brilliant, but it says in that reading, don't get spiritually flabby. Have a daily workout on your relationship with Jesus. Listen to him, talk to him, and read his book. That is really good advice from Paul. Also, remember this, that you are uniquely gifted. You're gifted even now. God's already given you gifts. But as you get prayed for, as you grow, and as you develop, and as God has a plan for you in your life, he'll give you more gifts. So use them. It says in that reading, keep them dusted off and in use. Don't just take a gift and look at it and think, well, that looks nice. Actually use it for God to bring him glory and to be fruitful in your lives. That's also true for us actually. Everybody here. Firstly, that we need to be spiritually not flabby, and in other ways. But also, don't tell that personally, I'm using that for myself, and I'm three layers on today. But also, that you have gifts, and you have potential for gifts. Ask God for them, and use them to be fruitful in your lives for him. But thirdly, and this is particularly relevant for perhaps half of the congregation, don't let anybody put you down because you're young. But let's make it relevant for everybody. Don't let anybody put you down for any reason. God calls people of all ages to do stuff. God calls people of all sight, of all sorts, to be part of his family. And don't let other people stop you doing that because I'm too this or I'm too that or somebody said this about me or that about me. God has called and has chosen you. It says, when we're thinking about the young aspect, God said, unless you change and become like little children, you won't enter the kingdom of heaven. Don't cause any of these little ones to stumble. And that goes for everything. Don't pick on people and say stuff about people that puts them down so they can't move forward. And also, don't let people do that to you. The word then that Paul gave to Timothy, his young protege, the person that he was growing into being a preacher and a teacher, is the word is relevant for each one of us. Let us keep our relationship with God going. And if we haven't got one, let's start one up. Let's become that text friend with God. Remember that if you follow him, he will give you more and more gifts to bring him glory. And don't let anyone put you down. You are his beloved son, his beloved daughter. And you are, summing up what Carl said, welcome into his family.